0: We
1: are in bed with books. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm Melissa, and I'm Bethany. If you'd like to find us outside of wherever you're listening from, then you can find us on our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod, and find us on YouTube for video versions of the podcast and bonus episodes. So let's jump right in.
0: So, what did well, you think? Well, I guess what
1: what book are we talking about today, Bethany? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're Welcome back. We are in bed with books and we're talking about The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Yes. And I bought this like before we were a podcast because I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, what I want to read big and book then I talk just and
0: everything. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I just didn't get around to it cuz we were reading a lot of other stuff. And now mm-hmm. I was like I'm so glad we read this cuz it's like gorgeous I I loved it a lot more than I was expecting it it definitely
0: it wasn't what I was expecting either so Mm -hmm. I think that that helped
1: the world was like incredibly enchanting and like Mm -hmm. this like really innocent fairy tale way but it was incredibly sinister that was so cool well this is why and I I
0: think I've talked or at least when we've talked about this being Part of our season. I love fairies, like this kind of fairies. Mm-hmm. I read these a few times as a kid too, and I like. There's something really engaging as a reader when they like the, the part of the fairy lore where they can't tell lies, mm-hmm. and so you're always like reading their their words for these kind of like backhanded meanings more like where's the hidden kind of like loophole in what they're saying yeah um and I love that element it reminds me of Labyrinth. yeah if that makes sense like the the David Bowie movie yeah very kind of because there's even one part in the book where they're like and the goblin king is cracking bones and I was like that's Jareth but um yeah I love that trickster energy that fairy stories have
1: yeah and i and I said this um to you before is that fairies are like really intense, yes, um it's like because of like the the oaths um the deals or whatever the the court like is a big part of it, right, because they can't yeah. lie, so it's like everything kind of has to be in riddles and like you know innuendo or whatever, but there's also like this. Oh, yeah, and then they can do compulsion. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the treatment of humans is really interesting in this book. And also, what they think of humans. There's, in fact, a quote Cardin says about what is, you know, what mortal means. It means death, yeah. it means deserving of death. Like, you were born to die. And just like this kind of really interesting. But then there's something, I think it was the ghost that was talking about how. the roach I can't remember that there's things humans can do that they can't and yeah I think it was I really wanted because yeah he's half mortal yeah so I'm like really interested to like get more into that a little bit because that wasn't really I wanted a little bit more and then they like kind of cut off the conversation and I was like oh like I wanted to know like maybe that'll come back
0: (laughs) I hope it does I think it will um because well, there's also there's something that jude says where she talks about like i think it was when she was having the conversation with oriana about oak
1: mm-hmm.
0: about like who oak really is um where she mentions the fact that like all of this like the fairy world like the sealy courts the unsealy courts the undersea all of them wouldn't exist anymore without humans because mm-hmm. their blood is so weak when it comes to yeah. procreation that like without humans intermingled in the bloodlines they wouldn't survive mm-hmm. um and so i love that like it's almost the fact that they're so dependent on humans that makes them hate them so much
1: because
0: mm-hmm. there's another part i can't remember who said it actually but there's a part where they talk about like the human world's or, like, that their, their world wouldn't exist as it does without the human world. Like, the world, the realms themselves are dependent on each other. Not just, like, as individuals, but as entities.
1: Mm-hmm. As, like, um, a system.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I do think it's something that's going to come up a bit more. Especially because now the king of, uh, well, the high king is technically under control of a mortal
1: mm-hmm.
0: for the next year and a day. Which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I, I kind of saw that coming as I was like, okay, so one part of my reading notes is my theories along the way. This yeah, these reading notes were like definitely more heavily like my guesses because again, like with with fairies, I'm always trying to like riddle out what they're yeah. saying. And she she's not even like Faye, she's not the folk, and she riddled all of them. Yeah. Um, but I was like okay, so use Oak to just put, I don't think they ever really clarified how old Oak was, but that was like, so use Oak to put the crown on mm-hmm.
1: Carden's head. Yeah, that was super exciting.
0: Like, I was yes. like, oh, yes. shit, like, because there's yes. that
1: there's that exposition that she has, like, in the middle of the action, where she starts breaking down why Carden, like, won't trust her anymore. Mm-hmm and you're thinking, oh, like, oh, it's because um, his relationship with Bailkin Mm -hmm. is, like, stronger than she realized, so then you think, oh, no, like, he's going to betray her and, like, actually crown him. Oh, I just loved that, like, paragraph was so tight, and it was so good, and then she's like, Or (laughs) he's just not going to trust me anymore because I'm going to like, and then you're like trying to figure out what she's talking about. Exactly. Exactly. I.
0: So, okay. So I did say that, like in my theories, I was like, that should just like, that's an easy answer. That's what you do. The Mm -hmm. Oak crown's Carden. But as it was getting closer, like it didn't even occur to me that that's what she was going to do because she was so firm when she had talked about her plan so many times that she was just going to use oak and i was like as they're going into this i'm thinking she hasn't even figured out a way to like protect oak for the next seven years yeah people are definitely going to come after him are heather and vivian just supposed to like be on the run the entire time that they're like raising this child yeah doesn't explain anything because it didn't take much for madoc to find jude and her sisters and her mother after he had like a rumor Mm -hmm. that she was alive yeah so she fooled me (laughs) yeah yeah and that's god that's what i love she fooled us yeah like i even saw the same outcome that she was going for and she still fooled me so she has definitely earned her place at the high palace the high king's side
1: for sure yeah it happened really fast though because she was just like Oh, like the whole slaughter happened. And then she's like, has like 24 hours to like figure out a plan to bring back to like the, the, um, court of shadows she like learns, you know, she comes up with kind of a plan. And then even, I can't remember, I get the ghost and the, um, yeah, you're good. Irons it out and stuff. She gets like her alliances, like, cause book one is like 80% of the book. Yeah. And then like everything like starts kind of happening. Boom, 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 boom. And so then you're, like, still trying, yeah, like, you're still trying to, like, piece together, like, what are they going to do with Oak for seven years? Like, what are we gonna, like- Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just so sure of her plan, like. Even before she has a plan. Yeah. Like, yep. I love, so the beginning of this book, you're, like, she's, you think, okay, Jude's, like, this child. Not only is she a child, she's, like, a mortal.
0: Okay, yes. On that note, it took me probably about half the book to really conceptualize the fact that these are, like, 17-year-old girls. because and I feel like this goes back to what you were saying with like the somehow like childlike but sinister element of the story Mm -hmm. where like Mm -hmm. they feel like these Alice in Wonderland like Alice just kind of like lost like I imagine them in these kind of like pedophore style Mm -hmm. dresses like they talk about the really childlike nature of their outfits and they're just like they got their book they're, like, their parchment and their things and they're going to school mm-hmm. and everyone's bigger than them because they're surrounded by a bunch of, uh, fae gentry. Mm-hmm. Cause you got, like, the image you make in your head, right? So, like, it took about half the book
1: before I could really, like, in my head fit this is a 17-year-old girl. Well, yeah, and, like, and so, and so I, I think it was really brilliant and this is, like, what the overused word of aesthetics meet, does. -hmm. Right. Is this like you're, 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 you stepped into this like magical forest barefoot and everyone's wearing berries in their hair. You know, the music's so compelling that you have to dance all night and it's just like this magical land where you ride frogs and like, you know, and everyone's got green skin and it's this like cool like thing. And then all of a sudden she's, you see like horrific acts of torture done in like pretty, explicit ways I would say because even Maddox like like her whole like origin story of like her yeah. parents dying and like all of a sudden now Maddox like this fatherly figure the like jump yeah was absurd and great yeah and I was trying to figure out I kept thinking uh Vivian was younger but realized that she's the older one so it makes sense that she has more roots in the human world yeah um And that Taryn and Jude are just kind of like, no, we're like part of the, we're part of this now. They don't, Um,
0: yeah, they don't know any different. That, they're like sisters, all three of them, like dynamic was really interesting mm -hmm. because it hadn't occurred to me until Vivian said it near the very end that like, like, okay, so, sorry, backtrack a little bit. I got really annoyed with her more than once because she's just trying to like, convince Taryn and Jude to leave it's like what are you Mm going to do with them now and then we see when she has that kind of like she has the flashback to when they escaped when they were like nine or something Mm -hmm. um and how they just they tried to spell this woman but they felt bad so they lived in a hotel and they only ate ice cream until the girls begged her to take them back right it wasn't until the very end when Vivian kind of explicitly said it that I realized like she blames herself for all of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For the way that they've been warped, yeah, as people, because otherwise they wouldn't have been there. Yeah, I mean, not that their life would have been any better if their parents had died and Madoc like hadn't decided to do the kind of responsible, like the the honorable thing. They would have just, like, they would have been thrown into the system. That would have sucked, also.
1: Yeah, the sisters were really interesting because Taryn and Jude were both like very like committed to fairy yeah and they went in completely different directions
0: yeah I I mean I'm sure this comes as no surprise I don't like Taryn yeah and not because like her goal was to get married and stay and in the court that way but because when they're arguing she insists, like, what? What difference does it make? You hate fairy. Why would you want to stay? Like, I'm different than you. It's like her dream was to be a knight. She wanted, like, granted, she wanted a much different space than you did, but she wanted, like, a very firm spot within the court. She wanted to stay in that world too. She doesn't hate them. Yeah, she might like have, like, have retained some bitterness over the fact that she couldn't really choose those yeah. parts for life. But yeah,
1: because she would like. Uh, aggravate the gentry, like, kids. Yeah. Taryn couldn't couldn't wrap her head around why she would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which,
0: that's why. Because she just refused to really, I guess, um, see her sister's side of that. Yeah. And on top of that, she let Locke, like, I had a bad feeling it was Locke, too, because the first couple of times... That Jude notices that he's noticing hers when her and Taryn are standing right next to each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, I mean, you have no idea whether it was actually you he was looking at and winking or her that he was looking at yeah. and winking. But she honestly did not have any reason to be mad at Jude at the very end because she was the one who, like, because when they have that, like, that kind of duel. Mm-hmm. She's the one who just stood by and let it happen. Like, imagine that they aren't fairy for a second. And, and I won't say like you and Milo, but like, <laughs> imagine you're dating somebody and they're like, I want to really test your love. So I'm going to court your twin sister and you can't say anything about it. Yeah. And if you can tolerate that, then I'll know you really love me. Like, no, that's not an okay. It's well, not somebody you want to spend your life with.
1: It's not clear. And this would be an easy way out. But I wonder if he used compulsion.
0: I mean, possibly. Yeah. Which would be equally terrible.
1: Yeah, which would need to be, like, addressed later. Yeah, for sure. Probably when they have, like, you know, a, like a falling in. <laughs> yeah. If ever. But I have a feeling, I I have a feeling they're setting it up to be, like, a court thing. Yeah. like. No, for sure. It's gonna be like a Balekinmatic thing again, where it's like it'll be Locke versus Cardin and
0: all mm-hmm. that. Probably. but yeah i I don't have pity for Taryn over those things. Yeah, because there was also there would have been times before the potential compulsion where like she
1: just hid this from her sister. Yeah, because they weren't in, they weren't on good terms. I feel like yeah. I need I need more information. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I feel like, like, like I don't like because we're just getting like Jude's perspective and she's but. Also, yeah. like the moment for that is past.
0: <laughs> like that's what I mean too, is like Taryn should have come forward after all that happened too and been like, here's what happened. But instead, she's like holding this kind of resentment against Jude that is not her place to hold. Because if she's angry at Jude for the relationship with Locke, what's she gonna do? Like she couldn't tell him Jude didn't know. Yeah. Locke is a
1: smarmy son of yeah. a
0: bitch. I didn't trust him. The second he was like, I like a good story, I was like, that's bullshit. That's not trustworthy. Not that any of them are trustworthy, but...
1: I want someone to, like, tell him to walk off cliff. I could imagine Cardin doing something pretty pretty
0: Pretty terrible. And fun. (laughs) Um, But because he's obviously in love with Jude. Yeah. I did not like him at first. Yeah. Like, at all. He was, like as the title implies he was very cruel yeah the explanation for me didn't really fix it but the way they worked together is leading me to being less
1: (laughs) hateful Hateful towards him if that makes sense yeah i there were some things beginning of the book that i was like i don't know if this is redeemable agreed it felt very castile Like, I was, like, dude, like,
0: you can't do that, like. (laughs) Well, also, like, Castillo would never do the kind of, like, explicitly cruel, like, he was just doing it to have fun. That's the vibe you get from, uh, from Carden. Just, like, he, what was one of the first things he did? Oh, like, the kicking dirt in their food. And then he just, like, taunts them. I'm, like, how old are you? I think that's another reason that I had a hard time sometimes conceptualizing how, like, yeah, old this whole group was, because, they were acting like, childish.
1: In, like they were in middle school, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, it was like the whole, like, fairy fruit scene. And then afterwards, like, like who's telling the parents, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She kind of Where are died. any of your parents? Yeah. I know, I'm like, it's just kind of the, there was kind of a disconnect there. I was just like, because then she does bring up, like, oh, if Ma- Madoc knew about this, he'd like fuck them all up and it's like then why are they doing it yeah do yeah get, exactly. how, why do they feel like they can get away with it And exactly like, when you have like a host of witnesses that live in the household yeah That's weird i'm not gonna lie
0: i probably in her position i would have had no problem telling that yeah <laughs> because i'd want him to exact like revenge yeah. for what they did But I think that's another reason. So, like, when we find out the explanation is that they had just confused the sisters and they thought they were punishing the one that Locke was, like, secretly dating. That was another moment I was like, Taryn really does not get to be the one that's angry here. It's her fault that her sister got started with that stuff. She did not fess up she couldn't even like allude to it she doesn't need to tell them out or tell like Jude outright that it's because she's dating Locke but she could tell her like it's my fault that they're treating you like this and I can't explain why but like please back off because of that instead she just tried to like not manipulate I guess but tried to like appeal to her through like courtly intrigue I don't know not intrigue but like Implying that her bad behavior was coming down on Taryn. When it's like, no, no, no. Taryn's behavior is coming down on Jude. And instead of acknowledging that, Taryn has made herself the victim both ways. Yeah, she's just being passive. Yeah. Um, And not in like a safe way at all. Just in a, it's somehow, her passivity is somehow instigating more drama because her sister is of course going to continue to do those things. They all know
1: it. Yeah, it's like who she is. Yeah. I think we established your like hate character, this. Yeah. This book. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was, I was expecting it to be Cardin, actually. Or even Locke. But no, it's Taryn. It's, it's I don't. Because she sold her
1: sister. Yeah, I really hated Locke. That's fair. I got like, I mean, I'm not going to lie, Locke's right up there. No, yeah, yeah. Locke, yeah. I mean, Locke, they're, they're all bad, but it's like yeah. Locke had a particularly gross place. Mind. yes mind I,
0: um,
1: that. I didn't like like when they described i okay it reminds me of parks and rec you know what i'm talking about when um joe uh leslie's like boyfriend he had, he's like got the buzz cut and he's like super nice and everything i don't think it's joe it's something oh the cost justin, justin justin oh yes and he just likes stories Yes, and He just exactly. goes around and collects exactly. stories. That's and literally what I like thought. like this is literally like a, po- like a poison version of that. Like yeah. because he's doing it because he out because he has power over them yep. and he's bored, right? Yep. And I didn't like that. Agreed. I was surprised it didn't like he didn't take it further physically. I think yeah. it was, it could have been implied that that would have been where it led. I was
0: surprised when Taryn continued through with the engagement. Yeah. For, for the very reason that like his test is done now, do you really Mm -hmm. still want him? Yeah. And that is that kind of whole conversation is also why I still like Matic.
1: I knew. Okay. I knew you were going to love Matic. Yes. Cause he's honorable. He's flawed, but, like, in an yes. honorable way. Yes. Like, he
0: still, he has his word. He has his reasons for doing what he did. Yeah. I had, like, from the very beginning of the queue, I had no doubt that, like, Matic had a kind of second play in this. Do I appreciate or can I appreciate a little bit of, like, evil? Yeah, definitely. Um, his whole, like, his play to try to be regent so that he can, like... Yeah. I'll respect it. I'll respect the hustle. Um... <laughs> But the fact that he, like, outright told Taryn and Jude, like, I don't think Locke is good enough for either of you, mm-hmm. was big. Yeah. Because they are still mortals in this court.
1: Like, he was willing to, like, conspire to murder him with her. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he pretty much offered her right there. I also um, love that he was like, you're not a killer. The dynamic to it between him and Jude was really strong. Um, yeah. And not in like a, not in a very predictable way. It was a very like interesting way because like there's that conversation she has with herself that she's like, "I just became him," which yeah. he symbolizes literally murdering her parents. Like, yeah. And um, she's like kind of okay with it. She's never like been like, she said this is bad, but I don't think she's saying it in like a in a derogatory sense you know like she's just acknowledging kind of like the fact yeah she's literally said that she's liked something and liking this is like and then it'll be like one line it'll be like liking this is bad like as an example Mm -hmm. but to me i don't think she's saying that that's a bad thing i don't think yeah she's not passing like personal judgment on it yeah like i think she's actually just being like and this is bad this is just me now. And I kind of liked that. Like, I kind of you could kind of feel that like developing as she starts like kind of getting into more of the shadows. One thing that
0: I I kind of had to pay attention to as well as things were getting deeper, especially into like book two, is that like, because she can lie, she can also lie to herself. Mm -hmm. So she has this insistence where she, I can't remember who she's talking to, but she like turns around and she's like, Maddock is not my father. I think she's talking to the court of shadows
1: mm-hmm.
0: when she's trying to be like, I'm not going to like, I'm working with you guys, not him. Yeah. Because folk can't lie. Yeah. And more than once they call him, her father, they call Oak, her brother. She might still be angry and kind of trying to like not recognize the family dynamics,
1: uh-huh.
0: but whether by blood or not, that's what they are. Yeah. When we have like the epilogue Um, Or not the, is it the epilogue?
1: At the end? Yeah. yeah.
0: Because at one point, Oak even says, is mom going to be able to visit? Mm -hmm. Oriana is not his mother by blood. Yeah. But he recognizes her as his mother, and so he's able to say it as fact.
1: I actually have a comment on this. Yes. I made a note about that there's this really interesting, unique way that fairies or the folk see bloodline. Because, like, we kind of get the bloodline fascination, right? Mm -hmm. As a species, due to like monarchies and which has influenced monarchies and stuff. Yeah. Um, This still has like that monarchy model of like bloodline. But Oriana has like not, like, she's not the evil stepmother. She holds no like ill will towards them, in fact, she even says, Maddock really loved your mother, like yeah, which is really big, and then the fact that Oak is not her own like and it and it makes sense because they can't like reproduce very easily, and so yeah. here you have like them taking in mortals, taking in people who aren't of their blood that I think is like really interesting, and also like in a way, Jude has adopted that same kind of ideal with like place yeah like she's not like fuck you all i want to go back home like she's mm-hmm. definitely taken this on as her own like she even says like that's like she doesn't call that her home she calls the folk her like fairy her home yeah. and this is like where i belong well i think
0: on the one hand it helps that like oriana and maddox marriage is one of convenience
1: mm-hmm.
0: Because there's the the conversation where she's, like, confronting Oriana about it. When she walks in and she's like, I can't imagine Madoc, like, being comfortable in this room. And it's like, because he probably doesn't go to it that often. Yeah. And so of all of them, Vivian is the only one who actually Mm -hmm. technically has a place in the house. But Oriana has a big heart and Madoc has, like, good morals. Mm
1: Mm-hmm
0: for better or worse. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I think to, like, I think part of the issue is that, like, his own personal morals are so strong that other people view it, like, as violence. Whereas Jude can see that it's, like, because she's constantly, like, because that is in his nature.
1: I would say Maddox has conviction. Yeah. Which is comforting. Yes. well, Because you know what to expect, like,
0: That's why I I didn't expect him to be making the play for Belkin. I think he was like, that's why you could see that he was using the coup for his own gains Mm -hmm. because his conviction wouldn't let him. Yeah. uh, Like, look at the loving, like you were saying, like, look at the loving home that he has created for his daughter and this group of orphans. Yeah. Which granted they've learned weird things, but that is just like the nature of growing up in fairy courts um versus the very violent kind of corrupted hollow hall Mm -hmm. that bale can had like that's just such Mm -hmm. stark differences he would not be able to follow a king that does that yeah especially with mortal children
1: yeah
0: yeah like you said like a comfort in that conviction
1: yeah um kind of going back to like jude and madoc's relationship though like He's the mantra she's breaking. Yeah. You know, the, we, we, we keep talking about that, but. Yeah. Well, because it's like a great way to think about. It is. The characters. Like, yeah. Um, but if people don't know what it means, it just means like there's this mantra with a character and then the whole point of their arc is to break it. And so I feel like her um, relationship with Madoc, you realize is kind of fatherly pretty yeah. soon. Like she still loves him. Maybe not the same as she would her father if he was still alive, but, like, because of the act that he did. But she still, like, respects and understands why he did it, I guess. Or has. yeah. And I don't think she says, I forgive him, but she's just. Well, she recognizes it as this line, they'll never be able
0: to move past. Yes. Um, and real quick to kind of cite the whole mantra thing, that was yes. B.E. Schwab who yes. said that. And I think a tweet, I think it was, like, an AMA thing. Okay, cool. So in response to what you were just saying, she does also acknowledge that, like, she, for better or worse, loves him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think part of that goes back to just the fact that she has, in the same way that, like, going back to the human world would not be going back home for her. Mm-hmm. She has lived more life now with Madoc as this guiding, like, authoritative And positive figure in her life like yes the very first thing they did together was witness him murdering her parents (gasps) sorry
1: I just thought of something okay
0: okay yeah no I'm I'm... but the rest of their time together has been him raising her him inviting Mm -hmm. her into their home she even has the moment when she recalls like how much her and Taryn were crying on the ride like into fairy the first time and she was like, like, he could have compelled us or compelled us, mm-hmm. to, yes,
1: to not cry, but he let us feel our grief. Yes, and then that's that's when you're like, oh, he's a nice guy, <laughs> like, or he like at least he like, acknowledges, oh, like, redeems he, him a little bit. You're like, yes, yeah, yeah,
0: he like he lets these kids have agency. Yeah, yeah. He could have spent, they could have spent their entire lives in Sorcell or whatever it's called,
1: um, yeah. but they don't. He yeah. raises them as equals. Do you think he didn't want her to be a knight because of what was going to happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't he was, realize that until now. I was like, that's why, because it seems like something he would totally support her in. Because he wants to wait, or his, I'm, my thinking was he wanted to wait until
0: he was the regent specifically. The, yeah, because the then he could like raise her up to a higher station or something. Yeah. There's a moment even at the very end when, or I guess near the end, near coup part two yeah uh when Balkin is kind of like trying to offer her anything in exchange for Cardin, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I could offer you marriage anyone in the court, and I, you could almost feel like Maddock like rolling his eyes because he knows the one thing that she wants,
1: yeah, and he's just dumb.
0: yeah, and so like the, then a few minutes later, when they have the fight, the best thing he could have done is exactly what he did, which was fight her like an equal. yeah. I don't think he would have killed her, but I think if he wanted to, he could have done so very easily. He killed her parents in like a matter of seconds.
1: Yeah, I think he just wanted to kind of push her.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. think he
1: wanted to kill him.
0: I, th- I think he wanted to also see defeat her, you know, like yeah, but like to down, see you know? if she has the gumption to stand behind what she's doing. Yeah. And then he realizes that she's like poisoned him and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, she, he got outplayed.
1: Yeah. There's this um, passage that I thought was so good. I really liked the writing in this book. It was just like really, I underlined a few spots. Um, There's this passage and I'm awful because I never know like the context. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what just happened, but she's talking about kind of like what would happen if she like wasn't In fairy and kind of what fairy Mm -hmm. has made her into um and it's page 287 and and she says when the wolves come for that jude she'll be eaten up in an instant and wolves always come it frightens me to think of myself so vulnerable but as i am now i am well on my way to becoming one of the wolves whatever essential thing that a thing the other jude has whatever part that's unbroken in her and broken in me that thing might be unrecoverable Vivi is right it cost me something to be the way I am but I do not know what and I don't know if I can get it back I don't even know if I want it so she's like as she's making this like descent right into like mm-hmm. shadow that's kind of like the only yeah like description I can think of is like she's lying she's conspiring right she's a spy you can't help but love her for it She's not surviving in a way that's like just get to get by which is kind of what i was just literally gonna say that Mm -hmm. like oh like because like taran's kind of the foil right of like this is the other way she could have gone um but she goes a completely different way and that's like not defeat it's elevation she's uh, she's elevating herself because she has this brilliant quote at the beginning of the book where she says true power isn't granted true power can't be taken away and so she's mm-hmm. creating
0: she says it at the end palette. too
1: mm-hmm.
0: she says it at the very end in like the midst of their coup their yeah. coup part two because like she's still she's still focused on that she has this other line and i should have highlighted it but she talks like it's just this one simple line where she's like i don't want to be as good as them i want to be better yeah essentially yeah and she is. As yeah. she's doing the scheming, that's why you're, like, that's why it feels so good, because you can, like, see her outwitting all of them. Her dad, Carmen, yes. um, Balekin, the other leaders, because they're, they, she comes in, and you can see that they're also kind of, like, if the mo- moment should arise, then we will support yeah. you. They don't expect her to actually accomplish it. Yeah, and here
1: she is, this, like, mortal, just, like, walking into their camp, like, yeah. And she does it. She shows all of them. I thought that I thought this was one of the few books that I've read that has a really intense transformation mm-hmm. because you start kind of what I was getting at starting to get at like before was like it starts off like super childish. Yeah. And it's not that we learn more about her. It's that she descends you know like she, not. Yeah. I don't want to say descend. you know what I mean like it's not that like oh things are kind of like unmasking itself and we start to learn where everyone came from and why they are the way they are and like why they're doing the things they're doing it's like no we know from the get-go what happened and now we're watching her story right play out and it's like she's actually way more badass than we thought she was yeah that she led on at the beginning that she thought she was and um like even at the end when she was like kind of breaking the Madoc mon- mantra of like I am a killer. And yeah. she's like starting to like disprove all of these things. And I just I just love it because it's just like you're just like fuck. Like and then at that God, those like last couple pages when she's just like, Yep, she tricked us, mm-hmm. which is like the ultimate so yeah. meta. Like <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Showing her place in their world. Yeah. Kind of tying that in again to like the the writing. She, sorry, so she being Holly Black, the author, starts it off with this pretty gruesome scene, which is, like I said, like at the beginning, with it totally blew my expectations out of the water was because of this opening. And then the next chapter is a single line. And then the next chapter jumps right into the story. But at chapter six, she goes, I've told this story all wrong. There are things I really ought to have said about growing up in fairy. I left them out of the story mostly because I am a coward. Mm. And so you also... Okay, so real quick. The, like, fae as this, like, thing were mm-hmm. a product of oral tradition in the UK, mostly, I think. Um, and so I also um, love that this, like, storytelling... Scotland. huh? Yeah, Scotland. Scotland. But, like... Scotland you like the UK generally Ireland all three of them it it goes all of them like this storytelling motif is getting tied into it as well Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and so like the reason she's able to I guess trick us is because of this very thing where she's telling the story the way she wants to tell it she's not being a reliable narrator because as she says she's left she's left things out of the story Mm -hmm. and it's not all because she's a coward maybe it is early on because then she goes on to list like some pretty traumatic things that happened to her but she's like holly black and then also Mm -hmm. jude as the the narrator are very conscious of the story
1: that they're telling us i kind of like that i totally oh oh, yeah same i love Um, that yeah that there's kind of an extra layer like the kind of like fourth wall
0: breaking yeah yeah Yeah. no I, i love that especially because it gives her power as the narrator as well mm-hmm. it gives her power in that she is controlling the narrative the, the narrative around it and so even when you're expecting her to lose you're like well no because she's telling this story she wouldn't tell us if she lost because she's a coward or co- because she claims to be a coward about things where she felt powerless right you know yeah so i love that i love that she's like an reliable (laughs) narrator yeah yeah Yeah. she's like you really shouldn't trust me yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i know i I already touched on it but i like i said like so many things in this book i like underlined and i don't have a page number sorry it's it's towards the end though um where she says fairy might be beautiful but its beauty is like a golden stag's carcass crawling with maggots beneath its hide ready to burst kind of like oh like this beautiful golden stag and then it's just like rotten inside or just Mm -hmm. like not only that but it's gonna burst like it's just this really intense world that one of the
0: like scenes that i think really really captures that that like line between like the beautiful and the kind of scary that Mm -hmm. happens in fairy is when she gets force fed the apple because you Mm -hmm. can like the the moment when her like mortal body has been subjected to it is when she's like straight up choking and she was like the terrible thing is that I didn't care I just wanted more of the apple because it's like the thing that's they're going to hunger for it and they're going to be like be drugged Mm -hmm. until they get more of it and it's going to make it worse the like the transition between that like just before when valerian is uh on top and he's like stuffing it into her mouth and then she doesn't see who knocks him down suddenly she's taking off her clothes because she's been asked to and then like she asks nicosia if she's beautiful, as beautiful as her. And Nicosia just says, no. And it's, like, there's something so heartbreaking, not just about the fact that she said it, but about the fact that she's not even, like, of sound mind enough to recognize the exchange that just happened. Yeah. And I think that, like, that scene is one of those ones where, like, it really sums up that, like, that golden stag with a rotting carcass. Yeah.
1: Which... I think it's the first time that they get bullied, like, out in the open. Well, and it's, and it's like, things aren't what they seem. Mm-hmm. She is, like, k- drunk, yeah. drugged, whatever. And whatever's happening is actually happening. But it's not, like, her affecting response, her. Yeah, her response, yeah, her response,
0: is, response like, is so opposite of what's actually happening that it's, like, unsettling. Yeah, yeah. Like, as, as the reader, I think that's, like, a, I think that's what I mean. It's like, as the reader, that's one of those scenes that really captures that anxiety.
1: Yes. It was really just, there was a lot of disturbing scenes. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. But in, like, a good way. Like, in a way that I want to read the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to read the next one. Yeah. And I love the way it set it up. Like, the next. You're like, okay, so a year and a day. This is going to be Interesting
0: the setup feels very classic like the YA and stuff that I used to read as a kid so it was almost something comforting about a yeah. very easy connection to what is going to be the next book which granted yeah. like we don't really know what the conflict is going to be in the next book but it left off in this kind of like yeah open-ended question which was nice. like you were just
1: like I need to know how this yeah. goes down like
0: yeah yeah um because Oh, the conversation she has with Carden where he's like, I don't know, maybe I'll learn to like power and maybe it'll be harder to to get the crown off me than you think it will be. It won't be. But because yeah. um, he loves her.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that was another. OK, so this is something that I just loved about her character, too. Uh, we see it when they go to the mall. The guy like tries to come up and talk to her and her response is just like punch him in the face and then kick him. And then she's even going to kick him again once he's down, but she realizes that they have an audience. And then she's just like, oh my God, I think he was flirting with me. (laughs) (laughs) Like it just never occurred to her. And so then after that, every time like you would see the, or like see her interpretation of what Cardin was thinking or doing. Mm -hmm. And then after she found her name written, I was like, honey, people don't write the names of people they hate that many times.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. And that's a good that's a good example of the unreliable writer yes. because Narrative. that now narrator think it that makes me think now about like all of the times she thought Cardin, yeah, was looking at her with like disgust. Yeah. Because there's even that time where the trolls are like, hey honey, and she's like, What? Like she <laughs> can't she doesn't get it. And it's like yeah. already like we're already it's this far. like a
0: sitcom gag. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how it feels. But, like, not in a bad way. That's, like, not to say, like, that's not to belittle it. I love it. I love yeah. that that's her, like, her thinking inside when people are trying to hit on her. There's literally nothing funnier to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so then, so then that's, yeah, that's intriguing. I never thought of it that way. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, maybe the way that she's been looking at Carden is, like, she's just can't imagine anyone, which... Is that so? It's really common for like a lot of YA is right for like the MC to be like self-deprecating and like yeah. hate themselves. And I kind of it's kind of refreshing that that's like not the main like yeah roll tape. Like it's yeah,
0: because like it's not coming from a place of like low self-esteem.
1: Yeah, because she's already the lowest. She already knows. Like she's already yeah. kind of accepted that like there's not much. She's got going for her, so she's making it exactly. I I wouldn't even.
0: I don't know that I would say she has low self esteem. Like I would say that Taryn definitely has low self esteem, and that's why she's like lowering herself by continuing to
1: date and betroth or whatever, potentially marry off.
0: I think she's.
1: I think she's just like. I don't think she has low self esteem. I'm saying she's already like accepted. That she's like not yeah. like fairy and she's yeah. gonna have to figure out a way. So she's almost like challenge accepted. Like
0: <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I will prove to you,
1: yeah, just how worthy and that's I am. exciting. That's like yeah. so fun to like it's it's kind of refreshing to read yeah. after like a lot of self-deprecating like characters, yeah. you know. And
0: I think what I like about it as well is that because like you said, like we we get into the
1: story. And she's not this badass yet. Mm -hmm. Like you think she's a victim and then she kind of floats and you realize it's, she's not because she's standing up to him. Yeah. We're getting there at the point, like at her breaking point. Yeah. Where she's like, I
0: literally, like I, I could not care less Valerian, please just stop. Yeah. And then stabs him when he decides to not stop. Like she warned him honestly both times. And so you, you see that because she starts at the very beginning and you can tell she doesn't believe it. And that's why, again, like, why this whole she doesn't see the flirting is so funny. Not because she has, like, like you said, like, she's not self-deprecating, but because she just can't fathom that they would see her any other way or that they would, like, turn an eye to her like that. And then they do. And she's like, are you
1: threatening me? Like, (laughs) well, like, sees it all so paranoid. Yeah. And like, I would say, I would say too that it's actually it's not self-deprecating it's like almost like she believes these people hate her oh yeah like, in her the- guts you know yeah. and that's like almost in place of self-deprecation it's like yeah this outside deprecation and so then she mistakes cardens because i do believe nicasia and like uh and yeah whatever like they're not a fan of her Yeah, Um, and that's why they pick on her, and like, well, and that's why Locke
0: chose Taryn because Mm -hmm. Taryn refuses to see that she can have power. She's chosen instead to just
1: subject herself. Power, power probably scares her. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so it's kind of interesting to see it, like, because there's definitely hatred going on, and there's definitely the opportunity for victimhood happening but it's not self-inflicted it's this yeah. thing that's happening outside of her that is happening outside of her but I was also be- other things are getting getting like grouped into that yeah. as being like hatred like Cardin's expression or like mm-hmm. god I like the scene you were talking about where she like punches the guy and like kicks him and stuff I used to be like that because I like as like a preteen or a teenager, teenager, um, when like guys would like hoot or holler or whatever, because they're like, oh, a girl, she's kind of attractive. Yeah. I thought that they were just being like dicks. That was yeah. like a, su- that was like a, like a protective thing that I would do. I would literally be a bitch. Like I would just be like. Well, I think cat calling is a much different situation though. And not cat calling, but it was like, it was like kids way of doing it. Which is like, I'm not saying it's not catcalling. I'm just saying that like, r- like a lot of girls would have been like, oh, and like, like been friendly. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing to do, but I'm saying that like, you get tagged as the bitch because you're not like following the like, the yeah. the, the like,
0: you can social ignore them rules, and
1: you're tagged yeah. as the bitch exactly. But I am not, like, a confrontational person. And so for me, I would just be, like, shut. Like, I would just be, like, really mean. Like, the meanest I've ever been would be, like, when that happened. Because I couldn't, I also couldn't accept the fact that they were actually might have been, like, attracted to me. I never saw it as that. I saw it as, like, you're just being stupid and annoying. Like, stop. And I didn't, as a child, didn't, like, really understand until, like, later that, like, yeah, it's, like, not appropriate. (laughs) Like. So I can relate with her on that level. I'm like, yeah. Like. I, I think
0: it's like a normal response. Okay, maybe not like the extent that she went to, but like to not automatically think like that the stranger that's walking up to me is attempting to flirt is like a pretty normal thing as well. And that's why I also find it funny because she can't, because she I think immediately after that, she was like, she had this question of like, I could never return to the human world. Mm -hmm. And it's because she can't read those things at all. Like she, she could have just walked away, but like it did not occur to her for a second that he was anything but a threat. Yeah. And I find that actually hilarious. Yeah. Because that's also like a normal response to just being kind of like
1: confronted by this strange man in a public space. And that's why I relate with her because I, at the time, didn't really realize it. Because I was, you're like reacting out of like impulse almost, but it's like, I knew it was like, not, not a threat, you know? Like I knew it was a threatening, like yeah, kind of way interaction that I was like, I did not ask for this. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. Yes. yes. (laughs) Like, yeah. But, and then it gets tagged, you get tagged as a bitch.
0: When I was younger, I used to do the non-response. And then Mm -hmm. as I got older and I realized that they still didn't appreciate the non-response. I was just like actively Mm -hmm. a bitch if they were going to call me a bitch anyway i was like well i'll live up to the name then yeah (laughs) um but for the same reason where it's like you can feel the threat sometimes Mm -hmm. and we can't say one way or the other what his intent was it was a book it was like a two very Mm -hmm. short interactions one where he just smiled at her and another time when she's like why the fuck is that guy smiling at me (laughs) but i will trust a woman's instinct on these things yeah yeah i think that was one of the first moments when like her being 17 like clicked in my brain Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and possibly because she took down like a full-grown boy but yeah very quickly (laughs) and easily i think jude is more relatable than she gives herself credit for Mm -hmm. as a character because of like you're saying like her insistence on like i don't want to be as good i want to be better Mm -hmm. but those are that's also one of the small moments where i was like that's a very human you don't see it but that's a very human response Mm -hmm. to something happening yeah i don't want her to move back to the human world though but
1: no she won't
0: yeah no um not saying that like look she's more human than she thinks but like that they're not as different as as fairy likes to think
1: yeah well, and that's why I find, found it interesting that she was like, he's going to go live in the human world, Oak,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and build character or something. Yeah. And then he won't, because we also haven't talked about like essentially mortals as slaves and um, yeah. her trying to liberate Sophie and she just wanting to kill herself. That yeah. was, that was rough. That was rough. Yeah. Um, especially afterwards, at the
0: coronation, when she thinks she sees Sophie as one of the undersea people, yeah because that fate wouldn't have happened to her, and so you get this kind of like philosophical question about knowing the truth versus being compelled to live in ignorance like she was before, because mm-hmm. her life wasn't exactly good, of course, because she was like part of Balkin's house, but she also didn't commit suicide.
1: Yeah. And who's to say whether or not her life is better? Well, and I'm wondering, I couldn't help but think it was like, yeah, I think that that is a testament to Matic. Yeah. Because she was, lit- she's just been literally in Scorsold and Sophie, and for God knows how long. Yeah. Out of nowhere, like she just. Accident. she just ate some food off the table and then was Mm -hmm. found and so the the kind of i guess psychological trauma that one goes through where it's like i don't want to know that this happened like i'd rather die um is definitely different than yeah her uh, jude's situation and so it kind of shows you like the how how dark and we also don't know what she witnessed in that house because there's that really weird scene when she first goes to the what is it the hollow hall Mm -hmm. and there's like mortals like half naked just like draped around like it was just like this really weird like you're like what goes on here you know and then she sees like him cardin getting struck
0: there well there's a line where bail can even tries to get cardin to kill the mortal Mm -hmm. in that whole scene and Cardin doesn't which I mean can only it really like it only alludes to it but it does imply some really like, pretty, pretty fucking dark things that
1: the humans yes. and the mortals at that household have to go through Yes. so that's kind of exciting uh, uh, kind of exciting to see where that what they do yeah. with that in the next book because I, I don't think that's going to go anywhere
0: and I think I, that was
1: kind of part of her planning of like Oak yeah. being amongst mortals yeah, yeah. agreed um i'd be interested to see if we do
0: get an answer as to whether she actually saw sophie at the coronation or if she was just seeing stuff out of guilt um Mm -hmm. because it would be kind of nice to have like an answer i guess to the like is she better off now yeah is it different because she's in a different court maybe she's treated more fairly at this other place and so she can cope a little bit easier with the world and her knowledge, and like the knowledge of the world, you know. Are you talking about Sophie? Yeah. Is she alive? Yeah. The, when they went to the coronation, that's what I've been talking about. They,
1: she says she thinks that she sees Sophie with the undersea bay. Right. And then, uh, and, and then she turns away, and she's like, "Did I imagine it?" But yeah. It's probably. It could be a strong. Yeah. Because she has this line where
0: she like, as she's trying to figure that out, she was, like, some of them, or they're known for taking drowned soldiers, or drowned sailors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so she, like,
1: smiles and she sees, like, a row of sharp teeth. What would I do without you? You're just picking up all the lore <laughs> and um, all the politics and all the lore, whereas I'm, like, this, let me, like, let me, let me read you this beautiful quote. <laughs> okay, we both have our purposes.
0: <laughs> yeah. We both, we both serve, serve in our own way. We do. I,
1: I, I love it. Um, I really do
0: it's great because I don't have like a lot of memories from like school um don't ask me to do any math don't ask me dates in fact very rarely please should you even ask me authors but I can tell you what happened in the plot of a book that I wrote when I was 12 yeah so (laughs) not to brag or anything but (laughs) (laughs) um all completely useless, but I am pretty good at uh, pub quizzes.
1: Oh, I've always yeah. wanted to do one. I don't. Well, I kind of did one. I didn't pay for it, but I listened and I tried to answer them. Nice. Not to we brag, should do one I, when we go to London. Yes, I well, I did a few when I was in London. They were pretty fun.
0: Um, I did a Harry Potter one with my cousin a few years back, and I got us to second place. So, yeah. well, yeah. we did
1: that quiz. Which one? The, with Ian and, uh, yes. Abby. And we won. Yes. Yeah. What did we win? I don't remember. I think it was nothing memorable.
0: Yeah. It was probably just like drinks or something.
1: Well, it was, Which, you like, know, we were like free wine and then we like yeah. went and I loved it. Cause you like knew all the memes. <laughs> Abby and Ian kind of like knew like obscure literature. No, Abby yeah. was like she did like history, so she kind of yeah, knew she that knew the stuff. history really well. Yeah. And um Anne like knows like poets and literature really well. Like and names like and quotes. Current and, events. Yeah, current events. Yeah. I don't know what I what purpose I served. Well there was a there was just a few outliers that I was like, yeah. I know this one. <laughs> and then the best
0: thing was that like It was this group of people who very clearly met very often and probably didn't expect anyone else to show up. And then we won and then we just kind of left. Yeah. (laughs) We (laughs) didn't, we didn't get to know anyone. (laughs) Yeah. No, we did not. And I don't think we showed up for any of their other
1: meetings. No. Wasn't it, was it just an English department thing? I think so. Humanities or English. Yeah. It was something really small, but. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: last thoughts. Um, I cannot wait for the next one. And their kiss mm. so good So mm. like the moment when she was like i knew his hands were moving slow because he was trying to resist and i was like oh so now you understand what yeah people now are you doing can read it. Yeah, yeah now you can read another person
1: i like when they're on the map and, and she's like watching his fingers like trace the map and she's like trying not to look at it and it's so yeah. cute
0: well there's something very nice about long fingers mm mm-hmm. And then later when they're alone and she says the thing about like the problem with kissing somebody is that now everything yes, feels like there's going to be another kiss. Yes. And I'm like, well, does it? Interesting. We all
1: tell we, us. We've all been there. I feel like yeah. that, that took me back. Like, like Tell me how like, much you
0: want to kiss him, Jude.
1: Please. Yeah. Also her fucking name. I love it. I told Milo, <laughs> I said, okay, if we have a daughter... <laughs> <laughs> i want to name her jude yeah i think it's super cute for a girl Agreed. and then he was like <laughs> and then he was like well we can't because i had a babysitter named jude and we didn't like her no. I'm like well forget about her and think about yeah. this create create memories yes i'm like jude can be whoever whoever she wants yeah i <laughs> love i loved i loved her she's she's I've heard good things about this her character mm-hmm. I'm sold like she's, I think she's one of my favorites
0: yeah which I wasn't expecting because I like from the beginning just really did not like Carden yeah that changed but I was like I was worried that I wouldn't like the others because of how much I really wasn't liking Carden
1: mm-hmm. well I knew Maddox was going to be like your daddy yeah character knew that knew and this that. is a
0: this is one that i'm happy to like let be a little evil i yeah because
1: they're very exactly it's fairy.
0: yes like if they're not
1: it's boring it's boring as fuck
0: like i like that
1: he's a little dark there's a lot of books that have um some YA books i won't name them um that are like you know everyone's concerned about killing people and like what it means morally and like then you have to like, yeah, like you get into this like philosophical discussion with like their actions. And I just love that. Like, we're all just living this like dark fairy life where we don't ask questions. It's just about, it's almost like just about like getting what you want and kind of like a weird more, like that's the moral, that's the right and wrong is like, who are we rooting for Jude? Why? Because she said, we are <laughs> like yeah, and you just follow it, and you're like, there
0: for it, I think that's one of the reasons that I really like like fairy as a fantasy genre subgenre, mm-hmm. because it does invite that little bit of immorality, yes, because they're honest, but they're not truthful,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or I guess they're truthful, but they're not honest, yeah, and I think the book, the plot of the book does, but also. Like, like we said, like Holly Blackbus is a really great job of writing it in a way that also reflects that. Yeah. Which is just so fun to read.
1: Yeah.
0: Really grasped that part of enjoying fairy stories. Yes.
1: Okay. What about you? Final thoughts? Oh, I mean, those were mine. Okay. I okay. I just really enjoyed June. I really enjoyed the you know the aesthetics of the book just like all of like the descriptions of what was happening like it was normal like oh and then I just like hopped on the toad (laughs) yeah you're just like yes hop on the toad so cool um I just loved the way that it was set up I loved that she just like tricked us all and like I'm just so excited to kind of see is she like gonna go further is it gonna be a bit more about obviously it's gonna be a bit more about her and Cardin. Mm -hmm. The next book, so I'm kind of excited to see that unravel.
0: So, I like that we end this one with them still kind of technically being enemies. Yes, like the line
1: between this is a true enemies lovers. Yes, yes. Mm
0: -hmm. The 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 overlap. It's more like a Venn diagram. It's not even like (laughs) yeah. There's not. It's not a quadrant. It's not black black and white. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Because they made out and left that room and still hated each other a little bit. Yeah yeah he doesn't even hate her he just hates how much he likes her yeah and i guarantee you their taunting and the way she fought back helped as well mm-hmm. because she showed him that she could hold her own yeah and i there's probably a part of him that was like that's interesting for like, reasons oh, i good. won't get into and think about too hard about she, right and now. like
1: like a like a bit of relief yeah like because if she's here if they
0: bought back or if they were taunting her and she reacted like Taryn, it wouldn't be interesting yeah she wouldn't he wouldn't
1: not be thinking about her all the time
0: yeah exactly exactly but she refused (laughs) refused to let him think about anything else yeah without even realizing what she was doing yeah he likes a challenge apparently yeah yeah okay so i'm gonna resist reading the next one so that we can read it for next season i'll try not to cry about it yeah but i know i'll be excited like mm-hmm. this is
1: really good so yeah it was it was also like lose the hype. a really good introduction into the world and like mm-hmm. the politics in like mm-hmm. a really digestible way um and so now we could probably now it's probably gonna perhaps i you always you always make ideas and assumptions about what the next book is going to be about but you it never is yeah, um, but you you know you I kind of you get all your hopes up mm-hmm. for every possible thing that could happen. Yeah, yeah, I kind of hope that like okay, it's gonna be a little bit like it's probably gonna be like more romance because it's gonna be like more like her and Cardon one on one, but there's probably gonna be a lot more court intrigue, more like mm-hmm. politics as well, and probably more of his backstory. But of course watch the next episode and read the next book and you'll realize that it's not it's gonna be so yeah. completely different because I said it out loud
0: <laughs> I hope and hopefully that changes the potential of whether or not I'm right or wrong I mean the books have been out for a couple of years now so I guess it's irrelevant yeah but um because of the very end she earned her name with the court of Shadows. Mm-hmm. so we know she's gonna be doing more of her spying and i love that at least to them like now that dane is gone it's just them working together yeah. as this
1: cohort yeah and she's proven to them that she's worthy. yeah i love that she, she just like walks into his office She's like oh i guess this is mine now yeah <laughs> i love yeah. it so much she she, 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 claimed, it. The prince. she claimed it yes exactly she, um she made she has true power. Yes.
0: And she didn't learn anything from Dane. She -hmm. learned everything she knows from Roach and from Ghost and soon from the bomb. Yeah. And so I like that we're going to get we don't have to see her learning that now. We're just going to see them in action. Yeah. Because that final like plan that they threw together in just like a matter of a few hours was amazing. Yeah. That was really good. The way they executed it, the way that they like can trust each other and they know where Mm -hmm. the others are like you can tell they're a good team, yeah. Which makes me very scared. <laughs> yeah, for what that means. Yeah, but also excited to see it play out.
1: It was also just incredible to read. Yes, she's a very good writer. Yes, she very is very good writer.
0: I stand by that. I think I read something of hers before, but for the mm-hmm. life of me, I can't figure out what it was.
1: Yeah. So, who's there you to are. say? Yep. All right. Well. I guess that's a wrap on that's a wrap. the first book. We are gonna be doing the next book next season. So yeah. don't worry. So yeah, join us next week. Yep. What are we what are we reading next week? Weathering Heights. Yes. <gasps> My favorite. I'm so excited.
0: Now I'm, that I've I'm,
1: I've been on this YA high, I need to come back down to Earth to the classics, kind of get into I don't that know, frame that of hall
0: weathering heights coming back I'm down to down earth, to earth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> um we just need a little bit more tragedy in our lives yeah i need a good cry you know yeah um but actually quick announcement i forgot to say at the beginning um we have started a book club and you can go and uh sign up um just go to our website in bed with and there will be a link to uh sign up so that you get the discord link we're just going to be meeting once a month next year yeah um and we're going to be reading what are we going to be reading melissa
0: we're going to be reading a court of thorns and roses the entire series at least everything that's published so far um so we invite you to join us whether you are a newbie like myself or uh seasoned veteran of the series like (laughs) bethany you're welcome to join us we will have like a full schedule for the readings um we are technically only meeting once a month but obviously because it's a discord it's going to be open Mm -hmm. all the time for talking about the series um talking with other people talking with us so join us and
1: talk about very smart with us yes it's gonna be yeah we just this is our first fairy book that we did the uh, the cruel prince yeah. and then we're just we're entering fairyland right now this yes. year um we're this is the switching gears
0: from vampires yeah. from, from my vampire obsession to bethany's fairy obsession yeah yeah you're obsessed with fairies too not as viscerally as i am as your vampires. vampires yeah yeah <laughs> Visceral. fairies yeah. yeah i thought i had to choose that word carefully fairies are to you and vampires are to me i think yeah
1: yeah so yeah so we're gonna be reading all sorts of fairies month next year so join us we're our first meeting is gonna be on january 29th but you're welcome to join anytime um but definitely sign up so that you can get that link
0: yeah and the first meeting is i think is just gonna be us all talking
1: yeah just you don't even have to read anything for the first meeting yeah so yeah all right well until next week happy reading happy reading. Bye. Bye.
0: How did you feel about Carden's tail? I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like that. Like we don't really get it until like Jude is talking about it, like wiggling under his shirt,
1: which was oddly phallic. Oh yeah, it is it is phallic because there's like a tuft of hair at the end. Like it's not don't. even like <laughs> don't. <laughs> It's not even, like, a manly (laughs) tail. it's kind of quite... Like, he's kind
0: of... I just imagine this, like, spaghetti strap.
1: Like, like a lion's tail, but somehow, like, thinner. You know, yeah. We saw... I sent you some art that had it. And so that I had it in my head. That in my head.
0: The first things that I ever saw online about this were about his tail. And I think that's one of the reasons that, like, I avoided it for a little while
1: <laughs> yeah because i was like i don't know if i'm ready for a tale you guys <laughs> <laughs>